It's late afternoon on my second Iditarod day. My dog team and I are about to leave the Finger Lake checkpoint. I'm standing on the runners of my dog sled, looking at my 14 Huskies jumping, leaping, yipping and yapping. They are so excited to go, and I am scared. We're headed into the Alaska Range, over the most technical part of the Iditarod Trail. We're about to go over terrain that include the switchbacks and steep descents on the Happy River steps, the, the very difficult decline into descent into the Dalzell Gorge, the Buffalo Tunnels, and more. I've heard about these places for years. I've worried about them for months. To heighten my anxiety, I've just had to leave my best lead dog, Little Sue, in the hands of veterinarians. She has a slightly sore shoulder, and when I got in here, I knew that. I took her to the vets, and one came up to me and said, Debbie, she's not hurt badly at all, but the trail ahead is as rough as it can be. There are holes the size of cars out there. That is no place to take a dog like Sue. And so, I'm now looking at my dogs, clamoring to go. Youngsters, the rambunctious Juliet and Sydney, getting everybody all wound up, and there's nothing to do but go. I pull my snow hooks out of the snow, and we're off. Thank goodness we are going uphill. I'm so excited. Maybe some of the steam will come out of this team, and I have a chance of doing my best for my dogs. But as soon as I think that, the trail levels out, and then we are cascading downhill. We're going fast. It's not even the steps. It's not that steep. But I see a tree, and I see a hole next to it. Two by two, my dogs jump into the hole and out, and then it's my turn. And I do my best. I hold onto the handlebars, but I crash, and I hit the tree hard. The sled leaves my hands. I sit up. My face is caked with snow, and I watch my 14-dog team run off on the Iditarod Trail without me. Whoa, I cry. Whoa, you guys have to stop. I know they won't stop. That's not what they do. <laughs> And I start running. I'm clamoring, clomping, clomp, clomp, clomp in the snow. My Arctic boots are not easy to run in. My mittens are dangling at my side. I'm one flailing mess. All I can think of is I was not good enough for this. I shouldn't be out here, and I see trouble. In my mind, I'm imagining a terrible tangle. I'm imagining... 14 dogs in a macrame knot. When Zeppelin and Spot will be surely go after each other, Sydney and Julie will panic. Sweet Reno might chew himself loose altogether and go bounding off the trail. I'm running as fast as I can, and then I hear barking. Could it be? Yes, I hear barking, and a running dog team does not bark like this. I go into the trees around a bend, and there is my sled, the snow hook hooked on a tree, my dogs lined out in front, two by two by two. At the sound of my voice, they look at me as if to say, where the hell have you been? <laughs> During the next few hours, we do survive the Happy River Steps. It's not all pretty. There is another tree. This time, my sled gets hooked on it. It's right here. The dogs are there, and I'm it is up to me to pull the sled off the tree and get down this, essentially, this cliff with a turn at the end. I do it. And at midnight, I pull in to Rainy Pass, high in the Alaska Range, and I'm greeted by the judge. Debbie, where have you been? 
we've been worried about you. Oh, I had a little walk right out of Finger Lake, but I made it. How does my face look? I know it's bleeding. Ah, there's a little blood, no big deal. He shines his headlamp down the trail, shows me the straw for my dogs, my drop bags, water, and then he shows me this tent all lit up. He said, it's warm there, you can sleep there tonight. <laughs> no way am I getting in a tent with a bunch of mushers. I tell him, thank you, but I am gonna sleep with my dogs. The Happy River Steps are behind us, the Dalzell Gorge is ahead. We are fully committed. We leave Rainy Pass in darkness the next morning, but in the next 20 minutes or so, the sky brightens. I planned it that way. I wanted to run into the gorge in daylight, but I didn't plan for the unbelievable beauty we run into in the next few miles. I realize as the sky lightens and the landscape turns that beautiful sunrise alpenglow color that we're running up a seam between the flanks of two mountains. We're in a high yawning valley, me and my dogs, and I cannot believe we've come to this place. For a moment, I forget that I lost my team, just a matter of you know, a couple dozen hours earlier, maybe less, or that we're headed into the Dalzell Gorge. Instead, I lose myself to the huff of their breathing and the rhythm of their paws on snow. I call each dog's name, Sydney, Juliet, Reno, Spur, Kanga, Fang, Tyga, Wolf, Zeppelin, Snickers, Strider, Roulette, Spot, Topaz. At the sound of their name, they each leap ahead a little bit, a few cock their heads. I know I'll never forget this run. Well, within about half an hour, I want to forget everything about the entire day. <laughs> the, we, the trail narrows and we're going into side hills and I cannot keep the sled on the trail. I slip off, end up in the willows, have to write the 150 pound sled, whatever it is, and we go further, there's a hole, get yanked in it. I'm feeling clumsy and inept. Once again, like I have no business being out here, and then I hear the sound of machines behind me. Great, snow machiners are coming. Isn't that wonderful? I'll have a peanut gallery right now. What could be better? And I turn around to scowl at them, and instead I see a helicopter. It's skimming the trees behind me. And I think for just a moment, how great, they're going to fly right by. I wave. I figure they're going to to follow Jeff King, Martin Boozer, Robert Sorley, Dee Dee Jonro, those people who are now 100 miles ahead of me. But the helicopter stays. It might do one small circle, and it stays, and it feels like it's sitting on my shoulders. I feel the thwap, thwap, thwap. I see the camera dangling down. And I realize they're trying to film a back-of-the-pack musher having one heck of a bad run into the gorge. I crash a few times while they're there, and then I see it, my dogs, two by two, going over the edge of the trail. This is the 100-foot drop-off I've been worrying about, and the helicopter is right there with me. I am not happy. I hold on to those handlebars like there is nothing else on earth, and I it comes time for me to go over that cliff, and I go, and it's essentially a free fall, maybe a little bit like a luge run that's quite vertical. The sled <laughs> veers to the right, then to the left, it cranks hard. If you jump out of that, of that trench, you are really gonna have a hard time. But we do it. 
We get to the bottom of that drop-off. I set in my snow hooks. I run up to my leaders and praise them. Then I look at my friend in the sky. And I raise my hands victorious over my head and with my middle finger encased <laughs> inside of my arctic mittens, I give the helicopter the gesture of my choice.